Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Mixtape Podcast. My guest today is Alina Ashraf. She recently graduated from Comsat University Islamabad with a bachelor's degree in biosciences. In addition to her interest in the scientific world, she is a storyteller. Alina uses the genre of fantasy to talk about topics like bullying, racism, personal struggles and mental health. I talked to her about her passion for writing and her first book, Soar. which is the first of a series that she is planning to write hello lena welcome to the podcast um let's start with giving a bit of introduction uh, for yourself before we get into uh, your work and specifically uh, the book that you have written i graduated last month and like basically my degree included lots of like it was a very diverse degree which included stats administration maths like i covered a lot of areas and also i included writing in uh, your degree is very uh, sounds really interesting so can you um, sort of also share uh, how did you decide to choose these uh, subjects because again these are not really uh, mainstream subjects that you know our parents or uh, we are sort of forced into doing because you know a hardcore professional path uh, is something that's more encouraged so how did you decide that these are the subjects that you wanted to pursue actually initially the basic thing is that i was very very much interested in sciences especially biology in a levels and o levels biology was my favorite subject and it was the subject which i usually uh, i would say i had the least problems with this subject so i was not really interested in medical because like the pathway towards becoming a doctor that was not really my goal i wanted something which would be more uh, i would say diverse so i cho- chose biosciences instead so i this degree it like it is open to a lot uh, like you can go to a lot of a lot of what can you say sorry career wise you can go to a lot of fields and explore a lot Yeah so since you have graduated uh, obviously a bit of fresh and maybe you're taking a break so uh, do you have any future plans do you know what what do you if you want to like pursue a masters degree right away in which direction you would want to go uh, I would say that I'm also on a break and I'm also exploring as well so the future to be very honest considering the covid pandemic so it's very unclear it's very unpredictable as well so I can't say anything. I can't keep any uh, any promises there. Yeah, so usually, um, there's I think a uh, generic, some kind of stereotypical perception of the that people who are interested in sciences in general, uh, they are not really. Unki creativity ka jo level hota hai, wo bahut zada high nahi hota. Which I have had the chance of like, in addition to you, I have got to like talk to a couple of other. people some doctors and others who have been jinka day job jo is in the science, scientific uh, field and they have a very very sharp creative uh, side to themselves as well and also you have proven to be one of those people who has sort of broken this uh, broken this stereotype so uh, so as our uh, listeners would know i will plug this in, sort of text info in our, in our uh, description as well uh you have written a book which is the first book in a series that you are planning to write and it's sort of a very 
interesting genre which is not really associated with desi writers uh, writing in english so before we dig into that just share how when did you develop an interest in writing have you published anything before uh, this book and how did you decide that this is also something you want to do on the side i would say that i was a very avid reader very passionate reader i would thank my mother on this on this uh, on this of course because i still remember in my childhood she used to read us a lot of bedtime stories like lots of bedtime she used to dedicate a lot of time to uh, to us and there were really random and very they covered the fantasy genre like there are children who are playing with their toys and the toys they come alive and they're uh, talking and all so i would dedicate this i would say dedicate my writing passion towards my mom because she was the one i would say who developed this so as time went by i started reading more and more stories i also i'm a huge fan of enid blyton roald dahl and even jk rowling like their work their creativity it really inspired me to write something and it was actually a really random moment when i discovered my passion of writing i was in my late teens when i started just thinking of alternate stories like there was the story i found on the internet which i was really interested in it in it was related to anime actually but i could not gain access to the whole story and the suspense honestly it kind of the suspense was too much for me so I, it was a very random thought and i was like why not i start writing this why not i bring up with an uh, i make an ending of to 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 this story and then began my thought processes and my process of writing and then i ended up writing a very short story and fortunately i gained a lot of good feedback from my friends as well as, well as family which encouraged me to write more and more so then i wrote very small writing samples like being heavily inspired by enid blyton roald dahl i really liked his book on matilda and his book on the big big friendly giant so i was really inspired by these writers i was like if they have such amazing and creative imagination then like i i could try like obviously baby steps mm-hmm. so that's how i discovered my passion for writing and in a year i was like why not write a novel so that's where the whole process began and it took a lot of time i was in my a levels i remember i was giving my a levels exams but side by side it helped me a lot writing is i would say a therapeutic as well for me that, that's like a very uh, i think the authors you mentioned i think uh, these are they, they have had a huge impact i think globally on multiple generations so um le- you have already sort of answered my next question which was how you chose uh you know fantasy as a genre that you want to pursue because as i mentioned earlier uh desi writers writing in english are mostly known to stick to sort of a safe sort of genre of fiction or non fiction that they write there are only a handful of uh, authors that i have recently discovered who are uh, writing uh, you know of fantasy hardcore fantasy and really good fantasy and if you're interested in exploring them i would definitely ask you to sort of uh, read uh, usman's book he is also he has re- recently released uh, a compilation of his short stories and a couple of others i'll share the name of their books with you on the side as well so um talk about sore 
how did you come up with the name and uh, you've already shared that fantasy was something that you have always been interested in but and you have said it took a long process so just share how when you started writing did you have the plot in mind did you pick characters first and how how was what what was your writing process well first of all i oh and yeah i would love to read uh, Usman's books, like please share the link with me. Moving on, first of all, I started drawing actually. Like I also, I also took RC levels. I drew the, a whole, I would say a whole map of the fiction world that I would be creating. So after drawing, I started going into the characters. Of course, I came up with the main character, how she will be her personality traits. And then I moved on to the other side characters. So after character making, then I moved on to the plot. The plot was very vague because obviously like it's a huge story which I targeted, but side by side, as I went into the paragraphs, went into the, came up with particular scene, scenes. Like when I was editing and describing uh, the scenes, obviously it was a very, very messy process. Like it took lots and lots of editing. Like basically the writing process, first of all, you write a whole, like it's a very, First of all, you fill pages on pages, but there, like, there is not really any kind of logic, I would say. You just keep on filling pages. After that, you start editing. So for, like there were documents that I used to write on, like word files I used to write on, and then there were notepads that I completely discarded at the end of the day because it, I was not reaching, reaching the required goal. But then obviously the, uh, the writers, which I really, really looked up to, like J.K. Rowling or Roald Dahl, I read their their content again and again, and then I came up with my own stories, my own plot. The process that you share, and there are a couple of quotes where, you know, uh, writers say that, you know, the worst part for them is to sort of, you know, rewrite their own work. Because there are times when, even when somebody is just writing maybe an article for a newspaper, rewriting your own work is, is the hardest part. So what's your take on it? Do you agree with that or you are fine with sort of editing and rewriting your own stuff? No, honestly, rewriting is the hardest part for a writer because like in my personal experience, I remember I had to uh, cut out many scenes which I really liked, but they would, did not really contribute to the, to the story. So I had to write it a lot of things from scratch even delete characters or add in new characters for so that whole process it's honestly very very messy and at one point you're just really stuck in a place and you don't know how to get out so like it's just re-editing and just cutting back more content just like keeping the audience in mind because i targeted the young audience actually yeah. so i would say it's a very very messy and difficult process honestly like i would say writing sometimes became a very love-hate relationship. Sometimes I was really happy with my work and then I literally did not even want to look at my content. So it's yeah. a very messy process. Yeah, messy I, is the uh, I think you, uh, I, I can at least tell you this, that you're not alone in this love-hate relationship with writing, uh, the writing process, I would say. Um, so this is the first book in a series. So do you have, because already, as you said, you know, it took you a long time to write this one book you started out when you were in A-levels. So do you have any idea how many books in the series you want to put out? Or is it something that's sort of a fluid thing that you will just see where 
the storylines take you? I would say I'm still going with the flow. I'm still thinking of the overall plot, like how will I take the story? Like there are a lot of loopholes present in the first story, which I am planning to cover, obviously, in the upcoming books that I will write. But I really want my readers to be aware of this book first so that I could obviously take their suggestions as well. Like I love those. Uh, even with JK Rowling, there are a lot of fan-based theories that she really approved of. So I would really like my readers' uh, comments and how would they think of the story. So after that, I would like to edit my uh, the upcoming novels. Yeah, so I would you, you mentioned that, you know, the, your, the audience that you had in mind were the young adults. Um, and the subjects that you have covered in the book, they are, they're not very light subjects. They are, they are very relevant subjects. And they are, I think, something that now people are, have started to talk about more and more, uh, being, be it bullying, be it racism, be it, uh, you know, your self-growth, mental health. And obviously, all of this in the, uh, the realm of uh, technology that we live in now. So how did you decide it or how did you like thought of, you know, combining these themes and in this book specifically? And uh, are you planning to sort of take, take the same themes to the next books as well? Or will you be adding more relevant uh, themes as they come? Because, you know, then as now in COVID, obviously every generation is dealing with the isolation, the lockdowns, and all the consequences of pandemic with their own mindset. So do you plan to, to add these themes as well, or do you want to stick with the ones that you have picked for the first book on as well? Well, so far I did pick out pick mental health, which is a very, very important issue, which is uh, mental health is so important that even if you are not mentally well, then obviously you will also suffer physically. Mentally well in the sense that if you're, you're really stressed out and you're really anxious, then you're, you will also suffer physically as well, which a lot of people I know in my circle, they have experienced, I've, I'm also aware that when you when a person transitions from childhood to uh, being young adults, like everything is very uncertain toward, uh, to them. And they are also encountered with high expectations, like they have to do a lot in a very small amount of time. So this obviously affects every single person on some level, like mentally. So mental health is something that I would really want to focus on in my upcoming novels as well. Like it did not end here. Mental health, my own character, the main character, she had a brain injury. So she developed hallucinations. So in this process, she also developed a lot of stress and anxiety as well. And her grandmother also died. So this also contributed, contributed to her hallucinations. And then she felt very isolated as well. Like she felt like an alien uh, amongst the other people, but they were very supportive and they always helped her. So this was like, I also created a very supporting group like the people really supported her and like that's how I targeted mental health when it came to racism actually in my novel I created a whole new species by the name of Illairs. Illairs are actually uh, just like human beings but they are just they are actually distant relatives of human beings in the sense that Illairs look exactly like humans but they have wings and that's how they make their magic like when it comes to wizards and witches they use wands or I 
yeah, when it, wizards and witches, they use wands to create magic. But when it comes to alerts, they use wings to make their own magic. So uh, my main character, she's actually a human being, but she has to go into the realm of alerts to interact with them. Uh, through a, uh, because a prophecy made her go to that place. So between alerts and humans, I uh, showed racism in the sense that when Madova's true, uh, my main character's name is Madova, her true identity was revealed and people, some people were really hostile towards her. So that's how I created the concept, uh, concept of racism. That's how I highlighted racism that like people, some people were really nice towards her, but some people, when they found out that there's a human among us, they were just very hostile. They were not, and that mentally disturbed her even more, my main character. So yeah. mental health and racism is, are two things which are very common even in this uh, generation. And I think this problem will go on. So I wanted to highlight it so that people will become more and more aware of it and try to prevent any negative outcome. It's very interesting how you've sort of overlapped these two themes of how, because many times, uh, I think still a lot of issues that we have, and specifically if you're talking about racism and mental health, uh, they are sort of seen and treated in, you know, isolated segments. You know, if somebody is talking about mental health, they will be talking about only mental health and, you know, the dynamics of mental health, but they don't really see how racism or other sort of uh, oppressive attitudes of a society actually add to mental health. Uh, people will talk about having some, you know, health condition that leads to it, some personal uh, loss that leads to, you know, very depression or anything else. But these larger contexts, larger issues, other issues that a society faces, how that impacts mental health. I think we have just started out to sort of explore these and you highlighting them in your through your fiction is is really I think on time and it's it's very interesting. Um, so before um, you already mentioned that you know uh, you 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 the reason you were an avid reader was because you know your mother spent a lot of time uh, reading to you guys and developing a habit. Uh, so I will just ask a very difficult question that's uh, addressed or that's thought of as some a case with with your generation and the, the a younger generation coming after you is that people say, you know, nowadays younger kids don't read books. They don't have the attention span because of all of this access to technology and social media. They don't, they don't, they don't have the mental capacity or the patience to sit down with a book. So given yourself who is an avid reader and obviously in your social circle in your university how much do you think that that applies and are there still is there still a significant percentage of youth that is interested uh in the uh, you know in the habit of reading yes honestly this is something which i myself have have experienced my attention span over the years they have it has been reduced like if i'm reading a novel and i'm not really interested in it it's if it's a big novel i will stop reading it like i really need to be engaged like proper like 100% like if it comes to uh, novels like harry potter i will be engaged in, in in the books but when it comes to like other kind of books i would say like my attention span is really short 
uh, like this is very true like with social media you just want something really quick and you just want to get done with it uh, as quick as possible so this is very true but uh, i my advice would be for the upcoming generation is that the mothers and the fathers like anyone even older siblings they should definitely start uh, uh, like my mom she taught she taught me bedtime stories the same case should be applied on to the children of the upcoming generation like i have a niece and like uh, she is 2 years old and at the same time i'm just trying to get her to like books more like we get her small books and then she start she actually shows a lot of interest so we uh, show her the pictures and then we come up with stories and this is how you like basically you just have to develop a kid's uh, psyche and i would say personal development it will always come through books not the online online versions the proper like hard cover they really help in a person's child's development really right and i think it's all about developing a habit we can't just blame the you know the presence of technology it's there and it's going to just increase with each passing decade or even each passing year so but developing your core values and habits is something that's the responsibility of people um, moving on uh let's uh talk about publishing and your experience with it uh share with your with our listeners how can they access your book where they can buy it and um if i am not wrong you did a direct uh your contract or whatever you want to call it was directly with amazon uh just share how did that come about what's the process how did you ended up uh putting your book out there because you i don't think you have a publisher and if am i if i'm wrong please do share if you have a publisher local or international who is like working with you and if amazon going to amazon directly was your first choice or was it something that you ended up doing because you didn't get a, a positive response with other local publications or did you um, were not able to find a way to sort of get in touch with local publishers to get your book out there well first of all the content of my novel it's mostly like i situated the whole uh, my uh, my story in england like the whole scenario like my characters they live in england so the content was more western i would say so when i sent it to a local publisher he was like it's better if you publish it internationally uh, not locally so that's how i got uh, i considered amazon and then yeah i have been published to a publisher actually he lives in california and his uh, company's name is right age publications so that's how i got published and my uh, first aim was to be published locally in pakistan but then the content was more related to like it was more of a western content mm-hmm. like there's no really desi touch in my content mm-hmm. yeah but um, obviously um, you got a feedback and obviously they have a better uh, understanding of how the market works because at the end of the day publishing is in itself a business uh but i think it would be interesting if uh, somebody is willing to sort of take risk and not just uh, publish this desiized content 
because obviously we do read international content so why not our, from stuff that's written by our own authors we read harry potter we read foreign authors so why not um anyways so if somebody wants to buy a book in pakistan amazon is the way to go about it right yes okay um so uh, this was very interesting and i would like to have you again on my podcast once you are done with book 2 and we can sort of discuss it in detail or maybe we can uh, do a book club session uh, as well that is a parallel series that we do at mixtape um but before we uh, close off uh do you want to plug in any social media uh, accounts of yours where people can you know find your work or interact if they want to if they sort of read your work if they want to interact with you we buy my book from amazon but i do have a so, uh, instagram account by the name of solitude corner there i post positive content and I, and i have also mentioned my novel so thank you for your time it's very encouraging to talk to young authors from pakistan uh, and so the sort of you know diverse content that they are um, engaged in and sort of writing and putting out uh, i think that's that's very interesting and i will be looking forward to your uh, future works as well so thank you for your time Thank you so much for having me. It was an absolute honor. Thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye.